It's another edition of Restore the Floor, your Pistons NBA podcast, focusing mostly on the unfortunately two and ten Detroit Pistons with Evan Jenkins. I'm Stoney, and Ev, it's not getting any prettier. It's not going good, as one person famously said. Or not going great <laughs> yeah. on the radio. It's yes. just, it's wash, rinse, and repeat. Every game seems to be deja vu to me. I know. They have some really good moments. One player's hurt, another player's hurt. It doesn't make a difference because other teams have injuries too, but it is. I mean, Cade will have games where he looks really good, and then down the stretch when you need him, he comes up short. Uh, they've had games where they can shoot decently, but they still can't shoot consistently from the three, and that's it's killing them. It's, it, it really is, and they're not as bad as their record, but they just can't figure out a way to finish games. At all, and, and it just seems... Right when you start to have something going, it seemed like Marcus Sasser was that guy that was like, oh, my goodness, and now he's kind of come back down to earth a little bit. And like you said, even Cade in his last few games, as he barely topped double digits in scoring, and he can't shoot the three. It's just it's so odd that they can't put anything, anything together to get themselves a win. They started, what, two and one, and now – they have nine straight losses. I know. It's it's crazy. You mentioned Cade. He is, you know, shooting 40% from the field, which is not great, but 29.7 from three, which is deplorable for a guy who is supposed to carry the franchise. Yeah, that's a guy that if you just look at the numbers on paper, you're like, have this guy stop shooting threes. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not there, but the question is, He's a point guard, so he has to control the ball, which is going to lead to turnovers in a young player's circumstances. And I don't think he can be an off-the-ball guy because you need to be able to hit a jumper. And right now, I don't I don't have the confidence he can hit that jumper. Now. And, and, the, and the problem is with him being on the ball, he gets doubled all the time, and that's where they get into a lot of bad situations. And you talk about all the guards – Okay, so, you know, just by points, Cade averaging 21 points a game. You know, Ivy, although his minutes have gone down a lot, but, you know, he missed some games because he was sick. He's averaging 11. Killian is actually not having a bad season. It's probably his best season he's had, but, you know, 10.7. So you have three of your guards are are averaging in double figures, and they still can't win games because they don't have a shooting guard. Right, and I think Killian is probably playing the most consistent basketball out of anybody on that team, if you ask me, and that that's the, probably the number one reason that Monty Williams plays him so much because at least he can count on him. And defensively, I think, is the biggest factor there too. And, I mean, their one bright part, I thought it was Jalen Duran. Now he's come back down to earth as well. But Asur Thompson, I mean, at least that kid's going out there and putting up numbers. Yes, if you're going to look at numbers, he is averaging 12 points a game. His rebounds are 10 points a game. He's got he's averaging one and a half block shots a game. He's an athletic freak. He's really, really good. I mean, we've bashed a little bit Troy Weaver. I think this is a really good pick. He he's going to be a guy. And we were I played for you. We were Bill Simmons podcast. He thinks the guy's unbelievable. He says he's got a little Pippin in him. He's got a little Sean Marion in him. And he totally got, does. You know, he, he's got a lot of these guys. And the fact that he played, you know, with his brother against competition that really wasn't good uh, kind of hurt him to a certain extent. Uh, and he'll work, he'll, his shooting will get better. 
I'm not, you know, just sitting here drinking the Pistons Kool-Aid on that. But it will because a lot of that, that happens a lot of young times. Young players, they get better. But he is he's a freak, so to speak. Yeah, and I mean the addition of Joe Harris, oft injured Joe Harris, who is now already injured with the team. And you know, people are talking and they're like, Well, when they get Isaiah Livers back and you know my stance on him, I'm like, that's not gonna be your saving grace here. No. I mean Bogdanovich, yes, maybe, but he doesn't play defense. So that'll drive Monty crazy too. And hell, if you ask me, you play him in bubble wrap, so you can trade him this year, which yes. they should have probably done last year to have yes. more assets. I mean, their best three-point shooter is probably Alec Burks. He's playing great. He's but playing that's another trade well. piece. This guy should not be on this team after the trade deadline. No, and I, you know who I'll give credit to? I mean, he just shows up is Knox. I mean, he's had some. He took that weird to be you know, signed off the street. Yes, and now he's playing in the last two minutes of the ball game and and taking meaningful shots. It's it's. I don't know if that's like an indictment on your team, on on scouting staff, on personnel. Like I don't know who that speaks about. I know yes, it's a positive that you brought him in, but the fact that you had to bring him in, and I understand some of that is injuries. Yes. But come on. I know. And another guy who I think has played well in his role. Is he worth the money and the contract? No. But Marvin Bagley, you know, the third, has played very well. He is a, you know, in a perfect world, he's he's a bench player. He shouldn't be starting, but he has to at times because of Durant's situation. Uh, and But when he plays, I mean, if you just look at numbers, you know, 11 points a game, he is getting what? How many rebounds per game? About, uh, I don't know. Five rebounds a game. That's yeah, a, he's a good bench time. player. Yeah. He's a good guy for your second unit. Well, it just goes back to, you know, if there's been one huge critique on Troy Weaver and these Pistons there is the gathering of big men, which are not producing wins, are not producing no. anything for him. I mean, James Wiseman, he's playing a little bit as of late. Yeah, but do, you, do you think they could have used Sadiq Bey the other night? That's always going to be such an interesting thing to me because, yes, you were going to have to pay him after this year, and I understand that. But you held the trump card in having him and then maybe trade him this year. I don't know. I just never understood why you traded for another seven-footer that right. can't extend the floor. I know. he. I believe he thought he was going to maybe the same thing with Bagley, but take a chance on a guy who really had no opportunity yeah, in Golden State. He had been trying that since he got here, and every last one of those projects has failed. That's true. Whether it was Josh Jackson or Okafor or any of these guys. Bagley, the Wiseman, I'm sure there's others that I'm forgetting right now, but he tries to bring in these guys that were draft rejects at the end of the day, like they just didn't have it going on. And you look at all these guys. I don't even think Josh Jackson's in the NBA no. right now. He's got some some domestic issues. Oh, great. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, is Jaleel Okafor in the league? No. no. And and, and you're, I get what you're doing, that you're taking flyers on cheap guys that had high potential. While you were trying to tank, so to speak. Yeah, but, but Chauncey now that Billups doesn't are... really exist in the NBA anymore. No. That he's going to be a high draft pick, fail at a few places, come in and be the leader. No. And I, I just, I'd, I would have rather seen those spots be shooters. Yes. Shoot or shoot, and, and like that's one thing that you can't take away from a guy. And I've always said, this is kind of a silly thing to say, but with the Sewer Thompson, like shooting is something that can be taught, I believe, to NBA players. Right. With enough practice, repetition, seeing the game, feeling the game, to realizing how you need to get your shot off. That's why I think he's going to be okay. He's not Ben Wallace, where no. all of a sudden... So, I have faith in him, but other than that, you look at it and you're like... 
What do we really have for the future? I mean, Ivy, that's so disappointing. I know. I mean, then trade him. See what you can get for him. It, yes, if if you're not happy with what he's given you, because he is a little bit of a spaz on the court, but this is a kid that wants to win. When we talked to him at Media Day, I came away so impressed yes. by the way he just talked and his work ethic and, and all the things that he put into it. Loves then, the city. And I'm like, well, what the hell happened? It's got to be just defense, Monty. You know, I, I'm, I'm giving Monty credit. It's it, This is new for him. Let him see what he has. I do like what Monty Williams said this week, though. Enough with the young excuse anymore. It's done. Oh, yeah. I don't want to use that anymore. Well, I mean, every team in the NBA is young. Yes. Period. I yeah. mean, you might get a couple older players, but other than the Lakers, most teams are young. Right. Well, most teams don't have a starting five whose average age is 21, like the Pistons do. So that's <laughs> that, that's true. That's very true. But... Michigan State does. <laughs> Actually you know, older than them. There are college teams that have an older starting Michigan lineup. Michigan State than, does. Yeah. It's crazy to me. But at some point, I mean, the pick and roll's not there like we thought it would be. No. It was early. But, I mean, the Dern injury is very interesting to me that I don't know if it's it's going to – gonna hurt him all year I, I i just don't know what to think anymore i, know, I like I, mean, I was so optimistic and was giving them such the benefit of the doubt and now i don't know if they if they deserve that and beef stew is actually having a quiet he's probably good other year. than thompson he's playing great yeah but he can't do it all on his own i mean no even asking him to to shoot threes and do what he's doing is probably a bit too much but you know god bless him he got his contract and in the nba it was you know Team friendly. I mean, I'll give him credit. You mentioned the three. He is shooting 42% from three. Yeah, I'm confident when he's shooting threes now. Yeah. I mean, Burks is almost 50%. It's crazy. 48 that, that kid's playing so well. At the end of the game the other night when he hit that three and it looked like there was an and one and they didn't call it. it that was, was a horrible call. But, the the dude, the, but the, those are the kind of guys that I'm talking about. Yes. Instead of getting the bigs, get a bunch of Alex Burks that yes. can shoot the ball. It's That's what this league is about now. I mean, I granted, there is more low post play than this year than there has been throughout the league recently just a little bit more but it's still it's a shooting league more more than ever and i don't know so i don't know where they go from here i mean they keep having to play tough opponents and yes the ne next stretch you know at cleveland at toronto and toronto's not that good no and cleveland has a losing record right now yes then the uh the Nuggets come to town, which will be a lot of fun to watch, though. You get to Absolutely. see the Joker. People, you, NBA fans, don't miss a chance to see the Joker. I mean, he's he's terrific. And uh, then they got to go to Indy. And then finally, maybe it's guaranteed win night uh, on November 27th when the Washington Wizards come to Little Caesars Arena. They're just as bad. Remember the other day we were talking about how, how the Mavericks were only getting or were only given five and a half on the road? Yes. And they went on to win by 20. Yes. I mean, Jordan Poole, they're going to regret that contract. Oh, I know. They so don't. it's like you watch these clips online and stuff, and you wonder, is he even taking it serious right now? I know. Or is it, hey, I got a ring with the Warriors. I made $100 million. Does it even matter? You know what I mean? At a certain point, money's more important than producing. It's just it's weird. It doesn't pay attention in the huddles. I know. By the way, one of the, one, one of the teams, the two teams that the Pistons have beaten, which was the Charlotte Hornets, they're going to get a, a familiar face back yeah, in Miles the lineup Bridges soon. Yeah, Miles Bridges is coming back, yep. which is I'm still a little shocked by that, that he still has a role. But it goes to prove that you can basically do anything you want, and if you're good enough, 
there's a spot for you in the NBA. Yes. Uh, what was your take on the whole Draymond thing? Uh, hearing Steve Kerr basically, you know, say what Draymond did was completely wrong and disgraceful. It's a lunatic. Yeah. I mean, dude, I get you want to stick up for your guys, but let's be honest. We've seen how many NBA fights in our lives. Y'all ain't tough. <laughs> Y'all want to be tough. You're not. So don't go run up on Rudy Gobert and put him in a headlock like you're in a WWE match. Draymond, grow up. That's what that comes down to. Right, and the reason he got five games is, you know, not just the act. It's because of his history. It's like, it's like the NHL. Guys who, you know, have gotten in repeat offenders get bigger suspensions. It, that idiotic act cost him $770,000. Good, and it should. And and you know me. I support Draymond. I know. So do I. And I wish he was just, on, it, he was on my team. That's just stupid. Like, first off, the game had... What just tipped off? And I know you want to protect Clay, but you can back him off. And I know it's zero just, zero. He deserves everything he got, everything. And, he, and you know what? It probably should have been more because he escalated a situation that didn't need to be that escalated. And the fact that he he really hasn't spoken about it since the oh he didn't go on his podcast and yeah, talk all big and bad. Right? You know, kind of says he probably realizes he messed up. Yes, you don't put a guy in a chokehold in an NBA game. No. Period. I know. I know. There's no reason to. What did you think Jaden McDaniels was going to do? Beat up Clay so bad that he could never play again? Do you think he was going to throw him on the ground and step on his fingers so no. he couldn't shoot? I love what Gobert said. Oh, yeah, that when Steph doesn't play, he yeah. tries to get out of the game. Yeah, well, Gobert's not exactly one of my favorites either. He's kind of a... Yeah, thanks for COVID, Gobert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. He helped shut down the league. Hey, coughed on that microphone. Next thing you know, the whole world shut down. I know. Uh, just quickly around the league, I mean, the Celtics just look freaking great, don't they? It's a long year, but, I yeah, I mean, if they stay healthy, just crown them, right? I mean, I don't like Boston. Me neither. But I like I like their players. I like Jason Tatum a lot. You bring in Porzingis, who's at an actual stretch five. I mean, he's not Al Horford. No. So, and Jalen Brown, it looks like he can dribble with his left hand. Everything's going well for him right now. Uh, absolutely. So right now, the the teams that the Pistons are battling for, if you even want to call it, for the fewest wins in the league. We talked about the Wizards and how bad they are. They only have two wins, right? And and in the West, it's uh, the Jawless and the Stephen Adamsless Memphis Grizzlies. They have two wins also. Yeah, but you know when Jaw comes back that they're going to start producing a little bit more. And Portland only has three. Of course, one of them was over the Pistons. And I'd also still take their roster. Shaden Sharp looks awesome. I know. Uh, Do you watch any of the— What do the uh, Houston Rockets have right now win-wise? Houston Rockets are— Because that's who I'll always compare the Pistons to. Six and three. And because they got—you know, everybody talks about, you know, Jalen Green, right? But the other guy they got in that draft is really, really good, too, S- Sangoon. Yeah. And he is really I mean, but good. But Green is really good. That's a dude that's going to score you points. I mean, I, I used to compare him to Carmelo Anthony in the respect that I don't know that he's going to win, but he's going to put up well, numbers. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't and that's going to be him? exciting watching. Well, you'd rather have him or Cade. That's the question, and because that was what it came down to. And I'd still rather have Cade. Kay just needs one more player on that team. Somebody, something. Where he can give confidence. Up and, I yes, don't know. Ab- absolutely. And yeah, you look at some of the other. Did you watch the um, the Holmgren Webinyama match the other day? No, but both did, of them didn't do very well. Did you see Holmgren trying to back down Chris Paul and Chris Paul like bodies him out of the way? And I'm <laughs> like, know. what are you doing, guy? I know. What's, what's crazy about Webinyama, I mean, right now, it's very small sample size. 
Uh, Asar Thompson's having a better rookie year than Victor Webanyama. Absolutely, but Wembayana had the one game where he scored 38. Right, I know. know. He's going to have more games like that, too. So if he stays, I mean, you you wonder about a guy that's 7'5", that's moving this way when your body's not supposed to be that big or move that way, and he seems to be relishing the opportunity. It's 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 fun watch. I know. And the Lakers uh they're bad, but you know, there are six and six, so they're not horrible. Well, they'll be there at the end of the year. I know. Hopefully they just lose in the playoffs. I know. I mean Anthony Davis I'm game. over all of them. <laughs> I am too. I'm over LeBron. LeBron's still amazing to me. I mean well, Oh absolutely. I can't deny what he does, but did you see he walked into the game the other night wearing Air Jordans? Come on, LeBron. <laughs> no, I didn't got your own shoes dude <laughs> why why would he do that because they're it's a hip pair that's coming out it's oh. this ama murray like they're very hard to get shoes mm-hmm. but dude you can't wear the guy that you're going to be compared to your rest of your life's shoes yes and getting back to the pistons real quick you can't lose games to the atlanta hawks when trey young doesn't play no but, but dejounte murray oh, was great that game but i think he's better than any guard the pistons oh absolutely still. No, no doubt about it. And Capella's still really good. Yeah, he had a big dunk, but I mean, Thompson had a big dunk over him too. I know, second on the ESPN's top ten. Yeah, plays. I thought he like, was twisted good. his ankle the way he fell down. But, I know. Gosh, come on, Stony. We just need some wins, man. I know. Give us hope. Well, you know what our hope is. I think Asar should be in the dunk contest, right? That would be sweet. I don't know how, like, what's up his sleeve when it comes to that stuff. But that's the kind of stuff that the Pistons need. You need them on a national stage to get people excited. Yes. I completely agree because right now they're just falling to deaf ears and right. blind eyes, right? right? And it's it's a, it's apathy again. I mean, it's not even. It's gonna be a long year if this keeps going. Yes. seventy-two more. Of these we need some more. more. We need some more wins. Make the podcast even more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, than we can't is. restore the floor if you guys don't want to help us. Th- that's right, exactly. <laughs> so we'll get some guests from the national media and uh, some other players and other people in the Pistons organization as the season wears on. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. For Evan Jenkins, I'm Stoney. Peace out.